Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello, welcome to Six Bits. <laughs> a sharp intake of breath. <sighs> you, do, you do it then, you do it, you do it, you do it. Hello. Hello, welcome to Six Bits. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is for you. It is 10.28 here for myself and Raymond Foley, and we have just said to each other, shall we actually try to get through no. six no. bits? We're My in name. Said. We're in said. Let's try and do six bits. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you agreed. You agreed. I agreed in a, in a, in a yeah, that'll, ha- th- that'll happen kind of way. But yeah, I'm down, man. I'm down. Let's. <laughs> Let's go. Will we start with number one? It's Ray Foley here. It's Maureen O'Connell there. And our email address is sixbitspod at gmail.com. Before we start, how was your weekend? My weekend was fine. I was I was at home. Uh, in Limerick? In Limerick. Oh, is, is it still a lady? It's, it's uh, still a lady, but there is some issues in Limerick because people have been asking for years for like pedestrianisation of certain streets to make it more friendly and they want more outdoor places. We've seen, is it Princess Street in, in Cork? Yeah. That have gone completely pedestrian and they've got social distancing in place and chairs outside and places for people to eat and to drink together whilst remaining safe amongst COVID restrictions. And Limerick have been asked for the same things instead Limerick got a giant table and chair, which I chairs, two chairs, which I went to see at the rowing club. Um, giant. So we asked for more outdoor seating areas and they gave us one giant one in Limerick. So all of you go and hang around there with no social distancing. I place. suppose it makes, if it's giant, it makes it easier to not steal. More difficult to, for you to steal. <laughs> to not steal. They that's also a definitely us, a concern with you people. They gave us giant uh, forks and knives as well. Yes, everyone can, can harp. Uh, can harp on about the knives there and they're also going to introduce um, costumed characters costumed characters in Limerick which are going to go around the place at lunchtime and dinner times to uh, liven up the city apparently that would frickin terrify me if I'm just walking around and the next thing I don't know what is it a, a fake Mickey Mouse comes up and says hello children are you enjoying your day in Limerick just for anyone uh, thinking that she, this is all gibberish, that she's finally had a nervous breakdown, uh, I'm Googling here Limerick Leader, and yeah, they have literally put giant cutlery on up in Limerick. Giant forks yeah. and spoons have been installed at Bedford Row in the city Bedford centre. Bedford Row, yeah. And they have put up a giant, it looks like a giant picnic table. This is uh, these, these are art installations, though. These aren't... Intended for actual use, though, I guess, right? No, no, no. You can't use them. You can't reach unless um, I'm sure someone will reach the giant knives and fork <laughs> up on the poles at some stage. And, and well, are, it's a mocknessy type situation then for people doing performing crap on your street, is it? Which is, which is lo- I'm, I'm all for it uh, when there's lovely things. But people are actually calling for changes in the city centre and they're like, lads, this isn't going to do it. Just thrown up a giant table. We actually want it to be a more livable city because Limerick is dying. Ugh. Unfortunately, Limerick city centre is dying because there's too many shopping centres in the outskirts. Too That's, much planning permission given away. Yeah, true of a lot of places. I'm dying yeah. as well, actually. I'm just... Uh, I've just sure, aren't, a, we, aren't we all... We're right? all dying. We're all living until death. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, are we living... Or are we dying? 
Here's a question yeah. for you. Have you had one of those days? Are you all right? No, I'm actually all right. I'm just I'm just quite tired and I've got a busy day today and I'm not looking forward to it. I'd be glad to get gotcha. Monday out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember more che- Do you remember Fat Frogs? Do you remember... Uh, Viscounts. Do you remember Viscounts? Do you remember making your own ice pops? Do you remember that? Do you remember Mr. Frosty's? I had a Mr. Frosty, yeah. Uh, do you remember Morchiba? I do remember Morchiba. Rome wasn't built in a day, my friends. I was thinking that there's another Morchiba song. Uh, yeah. Oh, I went straight into Get On Up When You're Down by Five. Five, but it's... Uh, what is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> was there an Irish link with Marchiba? Because these were constantly on the radio. Did they? No, did they record I it in Ireland? I don't think so. Then there was somebody else that was like Marchiba, and they were Irish, or they had an Irish link. They may be Cork or Waterford or Wexford or someplace. Dove. They, they were no, no. They were Dublin. These are. These are there are there were a couple I think they may have been Italian or something like that a good looking Italian couple based in West Cork I want to say and they had a Morchiba ish vibe I know I'm being very specific there but they're in my head as well and I was Not so Bell and Sebastian no. Not Rodrigo and Gabri- Gabriella. I was just about to say, is it Rodrigo and Gabriella? No. They made this type of thing as well. Rodrigo and Gabriella. No, it's not. I know. I know what you're talking about, it, but it's not them. And it would have been a similar time, like mid to late nineties. Sixbitspod at gmail.com. Sixbitspod. Uh, then there was Rome wasn't built in a day from Marchiba as well. All of this kind of insipid guff was when I started on um, Night on Today FM R.I.P. It's just like uh, uh, ocean colour scene type. Is oh, yeah, 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 you jump back. The first... I went to see them was it last year. <laughs> Had a great night. Really? Ocean yeah. Col- M people as well. This is this is vintage ninety eight FM. I I've been fired from ninety eight FM twice, and the first time I was fired on ninety eight FM, all of this crap was on ninety eight FM at the time. M people would have been before your time. Uh, they were still playing it though. You see that that was. Oh uh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the ninety eight yeah. FM way. Yeah. Uh, another one at the time was your woman walking. I go walking in the park even when it gets Desiree. dark. Desiree. Desiree. Oh shoot me! And then and but remember uh, sleeping satellites. Sleeping satellites. I blame you for the moon at night. Tasman Archer. Tamsin Archer. Tamsin. Sorry. Tamsin or Tasman. Tas. Whatever. Do you remember? Do you remember Fat Frogs? Do you remember Daydreaming Blue by Eye Monster? I think it was the Bailey's ad, where they were all drifting around in the bar, bursting yeah, Bailey's yeah, bubbles. Yeah, bursting the bubbles. I think it was. Where did what? this come from when we were talking about giant forks and tables? I've been singing the ding 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 all morning. This is a great song. Is this all a bit of a tribute to Eddie Marconi? Are we all kind of? Oh, it can be. You know what, that nice, Eddie Marconi vibe. Nice twist. Nice twist. Well done, Vince. I, I, well there's, done. New, there's news there. See, <laughs> I got <laughs> it in. I got it in. 
Uh, and didn't eels have something similar to that? Mr. Eels. eels, beautiful blue. Oh my God, I'm going down the the yeah. rabbit hole now. Do you remember eels? Do you remember Susan's house? Loved Susan's Love house. Loved Susan's house. Mr. E's beautiful God, blues. God, we'll be talking about semi-sonic before you know it. We've got to be careful here, my oh, friend. Oh, love us. Got to be careful closing here. Closing time. <laughs> oh. How they use closing time in uh, the office is brilliant. Do you remember this? Mr. E's beautiful blues. And then there was another There was another one of a similar sort of thing to Eels, which was the lads whipping Piccadilly. Do you remember whipping Piccadilly? Do you remember Fat Frogs? Do you remember Gomez and whipping Piccadilly? You're giving me a face that suggests you don't. This was an amazing song. Uh, let me skim on. Yeah. Oh, man. What did you say to me? Se- uh, semi-sonic. Semi-sonic. The semi-sonic, w- but the one that is in closing time. The other oh, secret then, smile. You've got a secret smile. And then, do you know what that leads on to? Wow. This leads on to what, wait another a second. band. One second, hang on. What, what was the one? Oh man, where would it I leads go? on to it leads on to a band with my sort of my second name, my surname. O'Connell. Oh, the 7475. 7475. Absolutely, ah. it goes straight into 7475. Oh my god, sweet baby Jesus. Go on, the Connells. Do you know where this leads me to? Hang on, let me see. Oh my god. The do, memories. Do, 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 do you remember? Do you remember? Did you remember Scarlet Independent Love Song? Because ah! <laughs> that is where I go from the Connell 7475. You do which not. Is... <gasps> I'm doing it a different way. I'm doing it a different way. My God. Very nice. Very nice. That, well would that almost lead you into Alicia's attic? Oh! <laughs> I had Alicia's Attic uh, on an album. I had Alicia's Attic. My God. Alicia, I am, I feel. Oh, my God. (laughs) The memories. I think any of the Jagged Little Pill tracks could be after this. Then. I am, I feel. This is really good. <laughs> let's just do this for half an hour. We, let's just make a playlist. Well, oh Ray and we're into... A, a, I love playing that game, though, where you get a song and then you come up with the songs that, that remind you of that song. Of that song. Me and Shauna and Anne used to do this all the time. I was time. about to say, remember the way Anne is... You know the way Anne has invited herself out to your house to get pissed? Yeah, this is what we're going to end up doing. This is what you're going to do. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll just stick them all in a play, in a playlist and share them with everybody. Like, I want to bite his head off. Uh, Ace of Bass will be in there as well with Alicia's Attic. Uh, and uh, what was well, the you, other? You'd end up going to, a bit to Sleeper and to Elastica after Alicia, Alicia's Attic, I think. You say Elastica, I say Republica. Just, oh, Republica, Saffron, babe. Uh, baby, I'm ready Babes. to go. Maybe Can you give me some call credit? Oh my god, were they air cell? This was the air cell ad music. It was music air cell, in. it was air cell, yeah. Ready to go. Ready to go. What a That tune. was genius. That's a great song as well. These are songs you never hear, lads. Great song. And then who was the other one? Um, Republic Elastica, you were saying. 
Elastica or um or Sleeper. Sleep. I loved her. I loved her so much. Sleeper. Oh well, in that case, if we're going in that direction, Snarky Puppy, the the it girl. Oh, uh, what's 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 Sleeper song? What's the number one uh, uh, Atomic by Sleeper? The cover. Oh no, that went no no, that's not right. Can't think of it. That's it. Does it? Yeah, sorry. Then we're going towards Ash. Uncle Pat, are we? Oh, I had one in my head a second ago. You're, I, I, I just it, sleeper. Where were we? Where were at sleeper? What? Where did we were before? Alicia's that? attic, Republica. Alicia's with a sleeper. Alicia's attic. What was the one that? Um, oh, garbage. What about garbage? Uh, I still listen to garbage all the time. Cherry lips. I'm, by garbage. I'm cherry lips like or only happy song. when it rains. All right. All the songs I've just played you, I'm going to play them all uh, a, on a play. I'm going to stick them all on a playlist. Oh my I'm god! Just, uh, and oh, I would oh. say, do yourself a favor. Actually, go back and just listen to garbage. I do that. I just love them. Yeah, Such both both tunes. albums. First two albums. Oh my god! Brilliant amazing. Songs. I even like their um, their James Bond song. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's all I right. Know. It's, a, it's I all right. I like it. Uh, She's great. Was a Baby Born is my favorite Irish song. I'm trying to. Oh, there it is, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The lads love this, actually. Yeah. Although I shouldn't mention my children. But no. I play this to them all the time. They, play, they call it the evil, the evil rock song. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Oh, this is their evil rock song. Oh, yeah. my God. They're so sheltered. Brilliant. I'm probably putting a bit of Foo Fighters monkey wrench then on top of that. that oh, then, boom. And then we're away. Then we're done. That's radio, folks. That's radio. R.I.P. Ennio Marconi. <laughs> that was all for you. <laughs> Uh, that's number one then. Let's do number two. N- n- number two. It's me or you? You or me? I don't mind. You do I it can, then. You do I it. can go. The pubs. The pubs. The pubs. Don't look keep from the Vintners has been out saying that guards should be uh, should be going in and sorting out pubs that are illegally trading after the scenes that we saw in Dublin yeah. over the weekend that were shared by the Dame Hotel, I think it was, because obviously they're on Dame Lane. And uh, Stag's Head, the Stag's Head have come out and said, lads, we're still closed. We're not open. This isn't us. Yeah. Because um, it was so, the back of the Stag's Head. Oh, no, it was next to the Stag's Head and the back of yeah, the Mercantile so, and all there. Yeah, yeah. So right there. So I think at this stage, everyone has seen the scenes of... Just hundreds and hundreds of people, no social distancing, no masks. And it's all a bit, we, we've come very far and now we're doing this after the pubs just opened. At least we weren't like the Brits and calling it Super Saturday. What the hell was that about? Why are you giving it that sort of a name, yep. you spaz? So, um, uh, so the vintners have come out and said, listen, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want this. We want everyone to be as responsible as possible. And we're looking at surges around the world. Like the border between Victoria and New South Wales is now is going to be shut tonight or yeah. She's, yeah, tonight at midnight because of what's happening in Melbourne. And it's, it's like, oh God, lads, what, what's happening now? What well, why haven't the cops happening? been given either the powers or... They have. The, it's called the... Operation... Oh, they've got an operation and name and we're expecting uh, figures to be released today or tomorrow. And there is uh, questions in the doll expected later on today for what happened over the weekend. All right, okay. Um, with people out and about going, lads, we, we can't do this. And 
Simon Harris is like, we've come so far, lads. What, what are you doing? Now, I'm not, anyone who went to a pub, I saw friends of mine were out and they had such a lovely time. They really enjoyed it. I didn't yeah, go. Yeah, because they went to the pub. They went to the pub. And, yeah, of course you had uh, a lovely time. You went to the pub. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was friends going out with like their parents that I saw a lot of. It's like the parents going, come on, we, we, we go. We'll go, go for a pub. We'll, we'll go yeah. for We'll go for a meal, lads. We'll go for a meal. A substantial meal. Yep. Yeah, a substantial meal. Uh, so going out with their parents is what I saw. But obviously people are going to go out when they can. The pictures from Cork were amazing on Princess Street, I have to say. Uh, uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of social distancing going on in the ones that I saw in the middle of last week or maybe maybe Tuesday was when Princess Street opened up. Uh, I don't know if they applied a little bit more um I just saw the rigor. ones from when it wasn't raining and people were sitting out and there was social distancing and people seemed to be having a lovely time. Right. Looking at their happy, smiley faces. But, you know, this is going to happen, unfortunately. Stupid's going to stoop. But when you're drinking, you can't be wearing a mask. Yeah, so they need to apply actual social distancing then. Yeah, so they need to be looking at pubs and going, why are there people... They have to be 100 metres or 150 metres away to consume alcohol outside your pub. Now, I'm not naming or shaming, but I was uh, driving through the streets of Dublin on Thursday night, I think it was. And there are loads of pubs. I'm like, you don't do food. Definitely open. Yeah, no one's checking that as well. Yeah, look, and for the sake of the, the few weeks that you, you you have to stay closed, you just have to stay closed uh, or... or or it should be enforced and it's not. It's typical Ireland though, isn't it really? I mean, well, it's I've, just... I've Typical of this been on country. Twitter, uh, that hellscape, for uh, a while, just following the threads. Yeah. Because I know a few publicans who are who have been actively campaigning to be like, can we get these open again? People who are doing food, people who aren't doing food. And they're calling for people who are flouting the guidelines to be like, you are ruining for everyone. You're yeah. absolutely ruining it. You're ruining jobs for people. Um, I've seen some publicans be very strong on this, going, you're, you're just going to make it so that we can't open for another two or three months. Hashtag not all publicans. Hashtag. Absolutely. I would agree with that hashtag, actually. I would. I would agree with the hashtag. Will we move on? Yes. Number three. Hashtag not all teachers, because it is the uh, very similar. Go. Genuinely, hashtag not all teachers. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're looking for teachers unions and school managers say a full reopening of schools will not be possible unless panels of substitute teachers are hired for schools. The, the actual explanation for this seems a bit vague beyond the because expectation that teachers are going to be calling in sick or they're going to get sick. To uh, be fair, everything is vague. They have been calling for the Department of Education to go, just give us some guidance here. I was looking at the INTO and the and the TUI but because I know how into this you are. Uh, I've been looking at uh, a lot of their statements. Yeah, and They're like, can you just give us some Can you talk to us? Like, we're all in meetings at the moment and we keep on getting on to you and you're not talking to us. You're not telling us what's going to be happening because I suppose the Department of Education don't know. And uh, on a lot of weekend radio, there was chats of this isn't teachers. It is the lack of guidance, but also we need to look at best practice and what's happening in other countries. Because I'm fine with us not being the leaders in this. You know, we were the leaders in legalizing same-sex marriage all that kind of great let's find out the best practice for schools and let's do that and make it happen i think we should be like six months after shutdown we should be pretty well ironically educated 
in what the best practice is, given that so many other places have opened up and we have seen how they do with kids or with schools being open mm. again. Uh, that by the time September rolls around, we'll be tearing the arse out of it if we don't open up again. Uh, and of course, you're okay with us not opening up, but then you don't have to Shut live up. <laughs> with two bricks that Shut need to up. go to school. And then there are, there's a whole... I'm not okay. Parents can't do this. Parents cannot do this we can't, in September. We can't teach we can't, and we can't do our job. We can't go to work. We can't do our jobs. But, but the there, economy can't recover if schools aren't open up. That's absolutely true. And then there is a thing that I didn't, I really didn't, like, to be completely brutally honest, I really didn't care about the impact on the children before. But living with two and seeing the actual impact, they do need to go and integrate with other children. And, yeah. they, and they need to be learning. It, there doesn't seem to be, like, any plan. Like, our school... Now, I should I should caveat in that it seems from talking to other parents and talking to parents, other par- other parents outside of our school and other parents within our school that we've been particularly badly served. So that's going to obviously impact impact my um yeah it's going to color cl- your view yeah. cloud my opinion because I'm going to be like an angry bitch, uh, mm-hmm. whereas other people have uh, have had really not brilliant but better experiences through this in terms of education, but like. In our school, there are, like, we suggested, or the, t- the parents suggested that they keep their teacher so that the teacher that they've had up to, to March... Stays with them. Stays with them and then would know exactly where they're at, each individual child, and carry them through the either extra tuition or carry them through the catch-up or whatever it's going to be next year. Like, they'll move into the next year, like, I've got a child in first class, he's going to be going into second class. But in second class, at least... His first class teacher will know exactly where he was in first class mm. so he can carry him through. They're not doing that. They're doing, as usual, pass them on to the next next year. Completely... But I suppose some teachers who are sixth class wouldn't be suited to babies, you know, because they'd have to swap back. They, whatever, junior infants, whatever it's called. Because um, they'd have to circle back to the start, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah. Um, uh, I why not? List... Why wouldn't you be I... suited? Sorry. No, 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 I, I get that. <laughs> but, you know, there are some teachers who are... There are teachers that like. There's a vast difference in a four year old and a twelve year old. Oh, I know that. Yeah. So there are there are so, ones that are just better or more equipped or yeah. more experienced at, at capable with younger children and cap- more capable with older children. But all these and training days that they're taking in the middle of the year when the rest of us need to take days off, should that not equip them to be able to teach any year? Listen, and their years maybe, of, edu- we, of of education of third but, level education. To, but to maybe be, this isn't the teachers. Option. I was I get listening to a lot of radio this weekend, and one teacher got in in contact and was just like, "Listen, what's this about kids not coming back to school? Anyone who's looking outside their window is seeing that children. You can't socially distance oh, yeah. children. Look outside into a green. Children. You can't Excuse expect me. children to socially distance. So they're all in. They're all hanging around together. So if this is happening, why can't they go back to school? And this was from a teacher. They were just like, why? Can't they go back to school? It makes no sense to this. But they were like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I did. I, I did, in fairness, read a number of tweets from teachers that are like, we just want to go back to school as well. Uh, uh, I read a, a number of tweets then from. Other, for, anyway, I'm not there. There, there is 
there's a there, hashtag not all teachers. Is <laughs> like like I started by saying, and a, and a bunch of them do want to go back, and that's absolutely fantastic and wonderful, and let's let's make it happen. Um, but it just seems uh, there's there's guidance from, I suppose, administrators and management would seem that lacking, uh, and the department. So they don't know what they're at. Anyway, it's becoming more and more infuriating. And then I wonder but, if there's an issue with insurance. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. But, I, I wonder I, if there would be. W- w- anyway. Because we live in a, liti- uh, you know, a society where litigation is a very real option. And if someone's darling child got COVID or ended up being a vector, they're not that they are vectors. We know that. But would there be a parent that's tried to sue a school as a result, you know? Yeah. Um, well, best practice, I suppose, whatever best practice is, can't be, you can't be held accountable based on insurance. Yeah. Can you? I mean, if you, like no more than anything else, if you open up an airplane. We look, we look at those cases that come out of the district courts and high courts all the time about, there was one child who almost got a place shut down in, I think it was in County Tipperary. Because they rolled down a hill yeah. and a parent said that they hurt their hand. They did no more. Uh, they couldn't bring up any previous claims that had been made. And this child was seven years old and I think had sued four places by uh, the time they were seven. And I'm like, oh, and we're so obviously we're taking the case on behalf of our child because they're so sick. And it's like, are you? Yeah, yeah, your kids really. Yes. But it's the four places you've tried to sue. That's great. Yeah, fantastic. Um, The... Uh the other yeah, thing that you mentioned is the, you know, when you look at Dame Street or whatever, Dame Lane, and you look out your window and you see them all playing and you see the pubs open and you see the bookies open uh, and you, you, they're out playing contact sports, they're out playing contact sports, they're out mm. training the GA clubs again and you're kind of going, but they're not going back to school in September in another two months. Are you having a giraffe? Uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to number four. Num- num- number four. Number four, darling. Uh, you'll love this. Uh, so it was another listicle from BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed loved their listicles. Are BuzzFeed, like, BuzzFeed still going? BuzzFeed seems uh, like a very 2012 thing. It might be, but I still go to BuzzFeed. They did some really good investigative journalist, God ble- journalism, God bless them, but they've lost all their money. I go to BuzzFeed every Sunday night for cat and dog content. Oh, of course. So before I go to bed, this I go to animals on BuzzFeed and then I just have a good time for about half an hour. It's fantastic. And um, But they had a listicle last night of uh, 25 British actors who should have done certain roles. Okay. And of course, the picture there was... Who was, who was the first picture? Oh, he's Irish, is it? Is it, uh, is it Pierce Brosnan? It wasn't. It says... Um, <laughs> Hold on, let me get it exactly here. Uh, 25 British actors, I'm stunned, didn't make the cut for Harry Potter movies. This journalist was stunned. And the picture is Saoirse Ronan. The Brits are at it again. The Brits are at it again. So then I was like, you know, Saoirse Ronan is not British. Just, you know, keep on reminding them. They said in the article, whilst technically not British. Right. And we know she's Irish American. Is this the first... The first person on the list. Searsha. I don't know what, where she, I can't remember what number she was. On the oh, list. right. She's okay. Sorry. Uh, well, right. it's technically not British. And you're just there going, lads, this is, this is people's issue with you. Yeah. You can't just claim stuff that isn't your own. And the woman herself has says, I, I'm Irish. Uh, that's, you yeah. know, that's just what I, but anyway, so 
I put this up on Twitter. She's and got it, one of those difficult to pronounce Irish names for Christ's sake. I it's mean, there. it's right there in the name. And then there's all the people underneath. You know, there's a couple who are just like, yeah, she's American. It's like, oh, uh, oh, you caught me. You caught me. I didn't say she was Irish, lads. But then there's always a few lads. It's, and it always seems to be men about the accent. Yeah, she doesn't know where she's from. And they always pick on her. And they never pick on, like, Michael Fassbender's accent. What do you mean? What are you talking or, about? The, 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 it always seems to be men. What are you talking about? I just went through and then I searched, like, Saoirse Ronan stuff on Twitter. And it's lads I'm one of those going people on about her. Like, yeah, yeah, you are one of those people. But you never, you never give out about Fassbender. Fa- but Fassbender doesn't have an interchangeable accent. He does. I've never noticed this. He has got, if you watch him on Graham Norton, it's American one second, then it's British, then it's Irish. I don't think he talks that much. I I couldn't even tell you what his accent actually is. I just assume it's an Irish accent. Do you know what his accent is? But it's sexy. He's just not as mouthy as Saoirse Ronan. That's what it, the only reason we know what Saoirse Ronan's accent is like is she's mouthy. She's not mouthy. <laughs> she's wonderful. She's wonderfully but, mouthy. But one lad said underneath, the a tweet of me. Yeah, her accent's a bit firing away. I was like, no, it's an Irish accent. What? What are you talking about? Always, away. lads, stick in the boot into Saoirse Ronan. Leave her alone. She is wonderful. I don't think it's firing away. It. I think it does change around and then she doubles down into this sort of uh, uh, Dublin job. accent at times. But that's because Oh my God, like my friends are, she's Carlo, right? A friend of mine is from, loads of, my friends are people from Carlo. My name is But it's like, their, the accent is quite dub. <laughs> it actually my is, My mate would yeah. be like, runners. Ru- I'm just like, what? what? And she's just like, we don't say runners in Carlo. We, it's a Dublin runners. Oh no, it's a flat runners. Runners. And then it goes into a Dublin accent. Dublin, 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 runners. Dublin, Dublin, Dublin. She's like, it's a Dublin accent. It's just a, a slightly country Dublin accent in Carlo. Carlo. And where's um, Brian Cowan from? Offaly. Off, right. That's, and that's over a bit, is it? That's a different that's, county. Okay. Yes, absolutely. But they're nearby though. I'm, I'm not, not incorrect. You know, Barry Cowan and Brian Cowan couldn't, they don't look like brothers at all, do they? Are you joking me? Barry Cowan and Brian Cowan. I've always been like, and you hear him talk and it's like, oh, that's definitely, they're definitely brothers. Yeah, but that's accent. It's Uh, not how they look. Like he was, Barry was on um, The Week in Politics yesterday with Anya Lawler taking his medicine for his drink driving ban and um, provisional license. Taking some medicine rather than something else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Shall we move on? Uh, If you want. If you want to. What? We've got, Two minutes on number five. Number five. N- number five. Uh, hairdos. Rod Stewart has gotten his hair done. <laughs> Rod and <laughs> Penny. the highlights, is it? Rod and Penny both got their hair done so they go out of the weekend. That's it's how the their same marriage. Haircut. That's how their marriage has stayed so strong down through the years. Rod Stewart, 75, and glam wife Penny Lancaster, 49, both had their hair done before heading to London Club Annabelle's. Uh, over the weekend, photographs of Rod Stewart and Penny heading out on the tiles on su- what Super Saturday was that? What it was called? Super Bloody Saturday. Yeah. Oh my God! Hello it- has done a whole feature on it. Loose women's Penny Lancaster and Rod Stewart undergo hair transformation ahead of night out. <laughs> oh, look at them getting there! They're both wearing leopard print masks. And they're both getting their highlights done. I wonder, is it the same hairdresser? I presume it is. Because they've got essentially the same hair. 
They're in the same place. It definitely. Oh, well, now. Do you know what? He looks very well. When are you getting your hair done? I don't have an appointment. Still. So the person who normally does my hair has decided not to do hair. And I only found out about it last week. What do you mean? She's not doing it. She's not taking appointments at the moment. Oh, still. But she is going to do it. She's not giving it up or retiring from hair. No, I don't think she's retiring, but she's certainly not taking appointments at the moment. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. So, no, I, well, listen. And uh, so I'm on a waiting list now. With her or with somebody else? With someone else. All right. Because I just, and then I had to have the conversation going, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to have to book an appointment because whenever you cheat on your hairdresser, you feel yeah. terrible. You were telling so me this now, before. But so uh, how does, um, uh, how is it that you're on a waiting list? You're on, off the telly. So? You should say I'm off the telly. No. Oh, do that nonsense. Do. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. There's plenty of people who made their appointments well ahead of me. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. I thought I was grand. I thought I thought I'm going to let it grow. I'll go shaggy. I'll keep going the way I'm going. Uh, and I mentioned that to my wife on Friday or Saturday evening. And she said, no, I think you need to get a cut before. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's like, I'm done with this now. Yeah. I thought I was doing fine. But uh, no, Br- brutal honesty from wife. Uh, uh, I think it was Saturday night. She's like, no, I think before you go back on the telly uh, next Friday, you should have it done by you then. You should get it done. So I will not have it done by then because the waiting list I went on last week, I haven't even received a, an email back. Oh, and do you yeah. really want to go there or is it an individual you really want there? I just thought it would be the handiest because they've got, I just thought it would be handy. I, I haven't thought about it. I assume I'll get my hair done in a month. Sixbitspot at gmail.com if you want to do Moran's hair and you're near Harold's Cross in Dublin. <laughs> She's off the telly. She'll give you a plug. She'll sure. do a whole bit on it that night. Six uh, number pop- six. Number six. Very quickly then. N- number six. This coronavirus is getting pretty Six bits, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. We nailed it. Way! It's the first time we've done six bits in ages. Very nice. Uh, in like not- 32 minutes. I'm so proud of us. Uh, and it's 11 o'clock, which means Merton's got to go. Uh, and uh, our email address is sixbitspod at gmail.com. Someone, do we, do, I do have emails actually, but yeah, another time. I got, a f- I got a few messages about us going to two days a week as well, but sure, listen, we're here for the next five days. Really, what were they saying? Good idea, bad idea, good idea, bad idea. Bad idea. Oh, do you know what, lads? We're, we're going to be here for the, until 100 anyway. And then, <laughs> then, and then. They were like, just just stay. They were like, just stay. I, I listen to you, you're my walk home or drive home. No, no, no. I'm like, lads. Takes up an awful lot of time. You mightn't think it does, but it does. Yeah, it um, does. Yeah. It does. So, darlings, do you know what? Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan, the crap out of it. If stay you're on safe, certain stay lanes. local. And uh, shop local. And stay away from yourselves. And, and each, each other. You and me were meant to be. I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember. R.I.P. Ennio Maragoni. It begins with an M as well, I think, like Morchiba or something like that. The band that are like the the couple from down the country. I the foreign, but they live in Ireland. It's, it's in there oh, somewhere. Like, okay, it's okay. With a K, not like not code line, but something like that. Six bits pod at gmail.com. It has been a pleasure being with you today. We're going. We'll talk Bye. To you again Bye. tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.